Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Thursday, everyone. We have been talking about the miracle power of the seed. And we have seen through the process of the seed that God maintains His physical creation. Seeds drop in the ground, and through a process, they push up a blade, and then the head, and then the fruit. And they, in turn, drop into the ground, and the process continues. This is the way that God has designed His physical universe to operate. It is also the way that He operates in the spiritual. Jesus said the kingdom of God is like a man who plants seed in the ground, and then it pushes up the blade and the head and so forth. How we receive from God is through the process of the seed. We think many times that a prayer will bring the answer to us complete and whole, without our participation. And I'm not saying that God doesn't sometimes work that way, but it's sort of the exception that proves the rule. The process that God usually works in our life is that He gives us a seed, and then we are to plant that seed in the soil of our life. And then through a process, it grows and develops and eventually brings about a fruit. It brings the yield that we desire. This is how God works. This is an insight into the mind and the ways of God. Even our salvation was promised through a seed. When Adam and Eve sinned in the garden and God spoke judgment over their life and told Adam what was going to happen to him and told Eve what was going to happen to her, it seemed like they were doomed. And yet, in the very midst of this, God gives a promise to mankind. And in Genesis 3 and verse 15, he says, speaking to the serpent, And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. This promise was given and passed on down through generations to give the people hope that there was salvation coming. But the salvation was coming in the form of a seed. Eve was going to have a child, her seed. And then her child was going to have a child. And it was going to be passed on down until it came to a seed. And Paul talks about this seed as being a singular seed. It was going to come down to one individual who at that point was going to be bruised by Satan. But in the process, this seed was going to crush the serpent's head. Now, as we look at this today, we see that this is fulfilled in Jesus Christ. He was the seed of Eve, passed on down through generations, through the seed of David, until he was actually born the child of Mary. And he grew, and he took on Satan, as it were. And in the garden, he prayed and sweat great drops of blood, and eventually went to Calvary. And at Calvary, he suffered a bruising. Satan bruised him. 
He was mocked. He was beaten. He was crucified. He died. That's a bruising. But in the process, he crushed Satan's head. He crushed Satan's power. Salvation was given to us because he took all the sins of the world upon himself. And he paid the penalty for our sins so that we could be set free, that we could be offered forgiveness and redemption. But I want you to see the process that God used was the seed. It was the seed of Eve that was going to crush Satan's head. This process of the seed is shown over and over down through the Bible. When God called Abraham, it says in Genesis 22:18, "In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice." God called Abraham to be the father of the faithful, and he said to him, "In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed." Well, Abraham believed this, but it didn't seem to turn out. He was married to Sarah, but she was barren, and no children came forth. Until finally, Sarah is past childbearing age. But God comes to Abraham again and says, you are going to have a child, and it's going to come down through Sarah. And the writer of Hebrews picks this up in 11 and verse 11 and says, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. This was the promise to Abraham. The promise to Abraham was fulfilled as Sarah by faith received strength to conceive the seed. All of these stories are examples to us. We need to have strength to conceive the seed that God has given us. Many times it's beyond our ability. We can't produce naturally what God wants to conceive within us. Sarah was barren. She's past childbearing age. And yet by faith she receives the promise. You may look at yourself and say, well, I haven't done much till now. In fact, I'm less than other people. How could I do the kind of things you're talking about? You do it by faith. And God gives you strength to conceive the seed. In Abraham's case, the seed was twofold. It says here that the seed were innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore, and as the stars are in the sky. There were two aspects to this promise to Abraham. First, as he talks about a seed as being innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore, is representative of the natural children and seed that Abraham had. And today we look back, it's incredible. He's the father of all the Arab nations, and he's the father of all the Jewish people that are in the world, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. But also his seed is as as the stars of the sky in multitude. And I believe that this is representative of his spiritual children. That he is, as I've mentioned, the father of the faithful. And that all Christians look to Abraham as the father of our faith. 
And through Jesus Christ, whoever has accepted him becomes a child of God. And so Abraham has spiritual children. In fact, the Bible says that we are the spiritual seed of Abraham. And so we can see today how God fulfilled his promise to Abraham. I mean, he was just a man that was a nomad in the desert. And yet God gave him this tremendous promise and he fulfilled it miraculously through Sarah. This is our example today, that God works in our life through the seed. Notice, he works generationally. The promise that was given to Abraham was fulfilled through Isaac and Jacob and culminated eventually through Jesus. It took generations for this to happen. And folks, it's the same in our lives. God wants to plant seed in you where the harvest will actually come in future generations. There is something fantastic as God works in families. He worked in Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And you can see how God works in families today. I am so appreciative of the spiritual heritage that I have. My grandfather gave his heart to God in a service at the turn of the century. And God made himself real to him. And my grandfather served the Lord all of his life. And that faith was passed on to my father, who I've spoken about many times, who was the greatest spiritual influence in my life. And what I'm doing today, whatever aspect of how I'm adding to the kingdom of God is not just me. It started with my grandfather and passed on through my dad down to me. And I I want to pass that on to my children. I want to give a spiritual heritage to them. God works through generations. You may say, well, I didn't have the benefit of Christian parents or grandparents. Well, you can start the process today. You can plant the spiritual seeds that your children and your children after you are going to reap the benefits. God works through the process of seeds and he works from generation to generation. God gave David the promise of a seed. In 2 Samuel chapter 7, verse 12, God said to David, When your days are fulfilled and you rest with your fathers, I will set up your seed after you, who will come from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. Now, this was primarily fulfilled through Solomon. David had a desire to build a temple for God. But God told him, you're not going to build the temple. Your son, Solomon, will build the temple. So David gathered all the material and the supplies that would be needed. But it was only after David died that Solomon came along and built the temple. Do you see how God works through generations and the process of the seed? I want to challenge you today. Have you started something that won't be fulfilled in your lifetime? God wants you to plant those kinds of seeds. That what you start today is bigger than you. It's bigger than your lifetime. It'll be fulfilled in generations to come. I hope that that's true of the church that I pastor. We founded the church back in June of 1973. And over these years, 
The church has grown and we've seen many people touched for the Lord. But I tell you, after I pass on off the scene, I want the church to continue. I want it to continue to grow. I want it to spread out further and further and fulfill the purposes of God. All of us need to embrace a vision that's bigger than ourselves, bigger than our lifetime, that will be fulfilled in God and that will reach into eternity. In John 12, Jesus said, Unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. He who loves his life will lose it. And he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Let's be sure that we're planting seeds that will have eternal significance. Well, I see that we are at the end of our time, but we will continue tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.